0: Push Fit Podcast in full effect. We have a very special guest in the building. We have, you know, uh, curly hair, demon, <laughs> uh, Jabril, King Brill in the building. How you doing, brother?
1: Hey, what's good, man? Push the Fit Podcast. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good, man. So we're going to get it kicked off like this, yo. So you've been in Charlotte for how long now?
1: Uh, it was seven years, about seven about years. About seven years. Yeah. Now are you from Charlotte? No, no, I'm from the 252, uh, the East Side, of North Carolina, country boy. I mm-hmm. moved over here for college. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool.
0: Uh, so you just you just came down here for college? Yeah. So college. you were D1 athlete in school?
1: Yeah, D1 athlete. Okay. Um, talk about that. Uh, so I actually had I actually walked on. Like, uh, basically I was at UNCG before I came to Charlotte. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm used to like, playing sports, basketball, football, you know, everything like that. And when I got to UNCG, uh-huh. you know, I wasn't, I was just a regular person and I was like, yo, this shit is boring, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is boring. So I had to like start training, start studying. I was like, okay, let me see. Okay, the track team here isn't very prominent. So let me see if I can do that at another school and Charlotte was the best looker. Right, so wait, so Charlotte wasn't like
0: the biggest, like tra- one of the biggest track schools in like the state or something?
1: I didn't choose it because they were the, they actually were, but I didn't choose it because of that okay I more so just chose it because um because I knew that they had a they they had a like emerging football team, mm-hmm. and what u n c g didn't have was a football team, so me originally wanted to be a strength conditioning coach, I'm like, yo, i can't i have to learn from like a school with like a football conditioning program, mm-hmm. and then to run track, the track team has to be prominent, so charlottes like one of the best, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. one of the best. So.
0: And so when when you were running track and being an athlete, how did that impact you, like, towards school and, like, that balance of
1: school and stuff like that? How did that How
0: did that impact you?
1: Um, I didn't have a social life, not because <laughs> of the time, because, uh, like, football players got to make more of a time commitment. Right. But I just, you know, I had a shorty at a time, and I would just chill with her, calf, homework, track. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I was really focused on. You know what I'm saying that's mm-hmm. all I was really focused on when I was running mm-hmm. so do you think being in college was like you know had
0: a major factor of how you look at things now like being in the position you're in like you okay just give a little backstory on uh, King Burrow so King Burrow um, is a youtuber as well, how many follow, how many subscribers do you have right now? I think we passed one hundred seventy one thousand. One hundred seventy one thousand. Yeah. And he blew up off, off. Like, give it a backstory of how okay. like you blew up and stuff like that.
1: <clears throat> All right. So basically, um, coming about my my senior in college, I just decided to grow my hair out and stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I'm um, I'm normally known for the guy, you know, brown skin, dimples with waves and stuff. So right. it was a thing. So uh, when I start growing my hair out, I didn't know what I was doing. All right. So it's one thing when the guys are firing you, mm. but when girls will come up, you know, in a sincere way and be like, hey, you know, Jabril, can you, can you cut that? <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, yo, you don't, you don't, need, we're not even that close for you to come up to be on that <laughs> yeah, sincere yeah. tip. Um, so then I start actively trying to get better at it and understand, you know, talk to different, like, women understand, like, okay, how do you take care of this shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what happened was uh, a couple months later, I eventually figured it out. I figured it out, and I'm like, okay, at this point in time, I always loved YouTube. And I was just looking at how people blew up on YouTube. So I'm studying stuff. And, you know, by the time I actually come around to make my own YouTube video, I know exactly how to, you know, level, uh, get in, qualify for SEO. And I understand my demographics. So I understand, like, black guys, when you when you grow up, well, I don't even know if it's just black, but when you grow up, you know, you're 12, 14, even 18, 21, 25 when you want to grow your hair, you know it's very simplistic. You go to Google, or YouTube, and use how to grow your hair. Right. So I'm like, okay, boom! I know exactly how somebody like me is searching for this. So I made everything and I tailored it, made it shorter. I didn't talk about how, how I was feeling, my schoolwork. Didn't try to get too long-winded. Made them real short, compact, and it, the market loved it because no one else, no one else that looked like me was doing that. Right? You know what I'm saying. And then, and
0: <clears throat> when you started, when did you start seeing like, you know, your interest increasing?
1: Okay. Um because I had been studying YouTube for like yeah. watching YouTube and studying it uh-huh. for so long, by the time I actually made it, I had the ground running. Like my fourth YouTube video went viral. Uh-huh. It went like viral. So I was uh-huh. like making it every single week. Uh-huh. So I made one video a week. So at the first month, the first month the shit went viral uh-huh. and I was just doing
0: it you know what i'm saying and so bro, talk about how well then you got the story about how you went viral uh on the shade room oh, shit. Uh, i thought that's how you got viral originally nah. i thought that's how i was like oh man this bro got gone viral off the off the uh oh, the straight hair <laughs> uh,
1: so it's okay so boom so i graduate start youtube and that summer um i think that's yeah okay i think that's 2019 summer so uh my videos are going viral i'm making videos every week you know, my YouTube's popping. I probably got about 40,000 subscribers, and I worked at a gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I worked at a gym, uh, and a lot of the women who were giving me hair advice, they were at, they, they were at the gym, mm-hmm. uh, BBT Fitness, you know, shout right. out to my dog Tyler. Right. Um, So it's at a point where I'm growing my hair. I'm walking around with, you know, twists and braids and stuff, and they're like, it's like to pick on me about my hair and my curls, it's like a common topic at the gym and whatnot. So what happened was it was coming up in October. I was arguing with uh, my clients, like, yo, get your ass in the gym october's coming homecoming we understand halloween's you want to go out because you know it's not super hot no more so you can get dressed but you need to be at the gym at least four days a week and we make a bet so (laughs) we make this bet and i did it with no faith at all i'm like listen you come to the gym in four weeks i'll do whatever you want she's Mm -hmm. like okay bet you gotta you gotta perm your hair and i'm like all right bet let's do it hey did you really think they was gonna do that bro Listen, they have never been that consistent, that <laughs> never been never that committed been that day in every single day of that month. Uh-huh. And even it got to the point where I think there was five weeks in that month. So they did four weeks and I tried to get out of it. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Nah, it's another week in the month. We had yeah. about the month, not four weeks. Right. They came that and I was like, you know what? so I, uh I didn't actually permit but I I got it a silk press <laughs> <laughs> that I show was a, mad fluffy bro that <laughs> show was mad bouncy I got a silk press I had my shit wrapped up and whatnot right so I'm in the gym and they like nah you can't walk around with the joint on you gotta let us see it you so gotta let us that's when the that's when the whole so I took it off and I guess it because I took off the scarf it had and like went, and had bounce it had bounced to that and they, <laughs> and they were like swing it swing it and yeah then, you know like you know the content yeah. behind that so that was the actual girls that i bet were the ones in the gym saying that and then shit went crazy bro
0: yo so did you who did you like get tagged or something that how'd you find out that like you know the shade room had picked it up
1: um yeah so i put it on um and this is the beauty of understanding social media right, right. like twitter really leads stuff like twitter because it's like timely it really leads a lot of the content or like information even jokes that uh for all social media. So I put it on Instagram and it went crazy, but that's still not the shade room. I put it on Twitter. When I put it on Twitter, the shit went nuts. Mm-hmm. The shit went nuts. And then I see it on Facebook, you know, a couple weeks later and whatnot. Um, and then somebody tagged me, like, hey, the shade room posted this, da. And yeah, man. So it was so it was I put it on Instagram, it went crazy. I put it on Twitter then the shade room posted it then it was on Facebook mm-hmm. and so man that, that actually
0: actually is an eye-opener though I mean well we kind it's like stuff you kind of know but you don't really actually you know think about it at the time like you were talking about how Twitter is like the leading thing for information whereas you know if you go into if you go into Instagram you're looking at posts and stuff like that and, and it's it's kind of kind of like how each how interesting it is how social medias are like sectioned off by like exactly. information and stuff like that. I would have never thought that it came from Twitter, but first, mm-hmm. then it came from Instagram. I would have think Instagram had it, then like it would have kind of trickled off. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. and then like, what do you think about social media as a whole? Like, you being up there and having different parts of social media, you have to kind of tailor it, tailor
1: yourself to different aspects. How do you feel mm-hmm. about social media now as a whole? Um, Well, first and foremost, I want to say that social media is like uh, many things in life. It's a double-edged sword. It could be like a, almost like a gun, you know, in the wrong hands, you know, you can do a lot of damage to your mental, Mm -hmm. a lot of damage to your mental very fast, you know, um, on social media. But, you know, with the right intentions, a strong mind, and, you know, uh just keeping your head in the right place making sure you're taking care of yourself man you can do you can feed your family you right. can feed your entire family set up generational wealth and learn how to do those two things on social media man mm-hmm. and what do you think is the next what do you think is the next trend for social media the next trend yeah do you Ooh, think um do you see anything kind of rumbling Ooh, um that'd be tough man because we had that whole when we were in the house because us coming outside it changed everything yeah right. when we were in the house clubhouse was going was the yeah clubhouse was going crazy but you know us coming back outside it'd be it'd be hard to tell it it really would be hard to tell mm-hmm. um you're talking what, what do you mean as far as what's the next trend i guess like you know what's
0: coming like what do you think is coming up on the horizon you know like i mean like i never need i i thought clubhouse was gonna be the next thing yeah i mean clubhouse is still kind of you know prevalent so to speak in like certain aspects but I didn't think it i thought it was gonna boom a lot bigger than it did for sure um but i don't know i just don't know about i just want to know like what it is that you think that i think all these social medias are probably here to are most likely here to stay but do you see anything else like trending like coming about any new apps any new like things that you see that that's coming up over the horizon
1: okay um i don't actually see i think TikTok is still even though people are kind of getting used to it, t- people underestimate TikTok still, even right. though it's popping. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the strength that Instagram gets are Instagram Reels, and they come from TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That whole train of thinking. And I think that, uh, I guess millennials, like, you know, us, you know, 24 and older, Instagram is... It. There are other apps that, you know, make sense you might use, but Instagram is, you know, the scoreboard of life, you right. feel me? But the younger generation like my little brother like you know said 17 16 17 18 19 they don't they don't look at Instagram like that most of them don't even have Instagrams. Mm-hmm. I know this because you know my YouTube subscribers I have younger ones right they don't even look like it I think they use snapchat more so right. um, so just like Facebook it doesn't like for us Instagram is always gonna be that but what's gonna happen is there's gonna be like a minimum age to where they just it just won't matter as much right so if you're 35 Facebook might be that thing, Right. and at a certain age, they they keep Facebook, and then I guess twenty eight, they're more Instagram is the main thing, and then what we see now is the bottom of uh I guess the bottom age, the minimum age of Instagram, right? To where okay, nineteen year olds Instagram is not as important no more, right? You know what I'm saying? So it'd be hard to tell you the next app, but I will say that there's still a lot of room on TikTok, bro, mm-hmm. and just TikTok content. And then I mean, like uh, yeah, speaking of that, you know. I didn't even know. Okay,
0: so I was like, we also had a, a couple TikTok TikTokers okay. there at UNCC, and one of them that's like a big, big one. Uh, I don't know if you know who Detail is, but yeah, uh-huh. he went to UNCC, and when he first told me that when he first got there as a freshman, yeah, he got there as a freshman. He first told me, I didn't even like, I wasn't even thinking about it. like, like he said, oh yeah, I'm on this new app called this TikTok, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Nobody it wasn't like relevant at the time. Lo and behold, now he's like at a mill now. Like Sheep. Yeah, so now he he's growing. So uh, he grew within that year and uh-huh. nobody knew type thing. So that's yeah. why I had asked, you know. So uh, Is, is any, he does he play football? N- no, he played basketball back basketball? in high school. Basketball. Okay. Back in high school. He didn't play basketball for Charlotte. He just was um he just went to school there, you know. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't even know that. So when I when I when he was there, I didn't even know like TikTok was like even a thing until it came until it came through. But speaking of like YouTube, um, what do you think are like some of the challenges there in like growing your
1: platform for YouTube specifically? Yeah, um, it's, it, it's pretty much the same, bro. With all social media, it, the main problem is that people don't have a target audience. Mm-hmm. Like they get up, you know, make content whether it be for YouTube, TikTok, or whatever it is, and they don't know who they're talking to. They're just talking and really, um they are making things for their self. So you know like how you got Facebook photos mm-hmm. and it's more so, they treat every platform like Facebook versus Facebook is the only one. They they treat it as, okay, this is a photo book for me, my friends' videos, my lifestyle, this is all about me. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, on on these platforms, there's so many like attention grabbing things because it's the new TV. Mm-hmm. The people who are winning are the people who are making things for a specific group of people. You know what I'm saying? So. That be the main thing. Just really understand who you're talking to, mm-hmm. who you're talking to. That's the biggest mistake across any social media platform, YouTube, anything.
0: Okay. Oh, that actually makes sense. And then you, your platform is based off hair care, mm-hmm. and so you have a line. Let's well, yeah. Let's get into Rich Royals. Okay. So you have a line, Rich Royals, Rich Royals. And how did that concept come about? By the way.
1: Uh, <laughs> so when my YouTube was popping off, yeah, it, like the guys joking, yeah, you know, eventually the jokes turned into, hey man, you might as well sell healthcare products now, and Behold, right about the 16th joke, you know, in row session. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was clowning you, by the way? My LBs, man. Yeah, That's, you, you know had probably,
0: you might have to give them a little percentage off that. No, hey,
1: they, no. No, listen, I, I took that, I took that, <laughs> story, yeah, I to take that, story, you yeah. Just, yeah, okay, I took okay. that and run with it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I just took it and ran with it. About the 16th joke or whatever, I was like, You know what? I. I should actually, you know, sell health products because I done studied all these ingredients. Made, damn, near made myself a chemist trying to right. understand my own shit. So I might as well make it so other people, hey, like you don't understand or care about the ingredients. You trust me, just just take this. Right. <laughs> that's that's what I wanted to do for um, for other people, especially other men, man. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. then, and then rich rich oils rich oils is actually what
0: like it's it's um it's a couple couple brands couple products right
1: yes uh, so it's one brand uh, it's a couple products so rich royals is a luxury natural hair care um we said we may we manufacture natural uh luxury hair care mm-hmm. I don't know why I can't get it out today <laughs> but um for kinky hair, uh, kinky and curly hair men and women uh type 4 uh some some type three hairs if you guys know what that is but um yeah it's it's great for as far as moisturization people with uh that caliber hair the the most important thing is getting moisture you know what i'm saying but you know within you know whatever type of hair you have there are different methods and avenues and ingredients that work best for keeping your hair moisturized and getting it moisturized so uh we have a plethora of ingredients from you know our products from mainly our deep conditioner honey hibiscus you know a lot of things like that tea tree oil uh in conditioners uh they've been out of stock we're trying to get those back in but mm. pandemic so you know it's a little sticky dealing with uh getting certain ingredients so we had to discontinue some products um our new watermelon shampoo is coming out it's probably gonna be in the next oh, three weeks fire. yeah three weeks man yeah the formula's all set up and set up to go but we're just handling some design things um trying to make sure everything's still the brand is still like it's supposed to be mm-hmm. but yeah man it's looking good uh and then our majestic mint oil uh, we had to change it we had this uh product called the uh, royal growth serum and everybody loved it it, it, it was growing the results. It was growing people's hair so much. But because rosemary is, can be so strong at certain points, uh, I had a lot of clients who wanted to use it for their face, for their beards. And, you know, putting rosemary on your face every day might not be the best if you have sensitive skin. If you don't have sensitive skin or you have combination skin, mm-hmm. it won't kill you. But, you know, I had to kind of change up some of the ingredients. So, okay, you guys can use it for your beard now so it's mainly peppermint and it still has rosemary in it mm. um so the majestic mint oil ma'am and yeah we're rocking and rolling man uh definitely on the lookout possibly a wave grease possibly you know a, other products and edge control things like that people have been asking me for it, but you know I'm just in a lab you know mm-hmm. make, trying to make the formulas and make sure that it's actually what it's supposed to be and know? then well
0: well when I was thinking about like just growing out I grew out my so-called beard throughout the pandemic because I mean, I couldn't really grow, I grew, I could grow it out during, like, a stage, but I was already, it was before the pandemic, so it was always out, so it looked ugly, it was like, it was, <laughs> like, it would look, like, it would look bad. What, what so, you,
1: what do you mean?
0: So, like, you know, like, when you first started growing the beer, like, yeah. what was grow, well as growing my beer, it was, like, that ugly, nappy, pubic stage, pubic-looking stage, <laughs> yeah, and so it was, oh. like, and I, and it was, it was hard to kind of, like, um, not even take care of it. Just like, all right, wake up in the morning and like look at it. Like I'm just <laughs> like, so it was. But I was in the house during the pandemic, so I was yeah. like, ain't nobody gonna see it. So I'm just see what it does. And so learning that, okay, I'm It's two. It's two things I want to talk about: the different types of hair. Yeah. Okay. And knowing that you can't use certain products on your face, like for your beard as well as on your head, because I didn't know that mm-hmm. at first, because. I was thinking like, okay, it's hair's hair. So I can use my shampoo for my head for mm-hmm. my head on my face
1: and that's not the case. So with that, it Or is that right? Am I right sorry right about that? Y- not necessarily. But it's it's good thinking. The thing is, uh generally people say if you can use it on your head, you can use it on your face. But it's not they say it's not the other way around. But that's not really true what it is is you know the stuff that you're using on your beard you're not really supposed to be (laughs) like the some of the beard kits you know just looking at those ingredients and understanding hey you know if you wouldn't if you don't feel comfortable putting it in your hair you shouldn't feel comfortable putting it on your face you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so just looking out for certain silicones uh certain alcohols you know um uh certain sulfates and like certain shampoos they're just not meant for kinky hair people because they don't serve us best. You know, mm-hmm. if you had a lot looser texture of hair, uh, then it then you can definitely use those. They'd be good, like the some of the Scents and Blues, the head and shoulders. Most of it's like shampoo. You just go grab the shampoo, put it in your hair. Mm-hmm. You don't really look at the ingredients. And right. that's where we've come this far in terms of hair care, natural hair care, and understanding what ingredients work best for kinky hair people. But as far because it's the industry with big care is led by men still, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're still kind of in the... Oh, it says beard. It must be good. Like <laughs> it must be good for our hair. Right. Versus, you know, looking at the ingredients. Like, ah, man, I can't use that. Nah, I shouldn't use that type thing. It
0: what? So what? What should people look out for? Cause that. I mean, I'm learning okay. right now. Cause like, what should people look out for? Like, if you say, okay, you can't use it on your. You can't. If you can't use it on your head, you can't use it. If you can't use it on your head, you can't use it on your beard. But it's not the other way around. But what should people look look out for? when you know doing like beard stuff and stuff like that yeah so what kind of chemicals we shouldn't like use in our beard and stuff like that
1: so the main thing you look out for is sulfate um and sulfate is one of those things where it it causes the clean you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying so like suds the sudsiness Mm -hmm. that comes from like a sulfate okay but what happens is um it can be too cleansing you know what I'm saying there's like a threshold to the point where It strips your hair of like its natural sebum and and it dries it out and it dries it out. So it's clean as hell, but it's dry. Okay. Um. So, uh. So the sulfate is going to be the major one. You don't have to completely eradicate everything that says sulfate, but you want to be very uh, intentional about if I'm using this. Let's say if my hair is really dirty and I want to use something that I know is going to clean. It might mm-hmm. have sulfate in it. Right. I have got to make sure I check every box as far as moisturization. Like, I got to deep condition it, condition it, let it sit, mm-hmm. and make sure my hair is remoisturized. make sure, you know, I give it a little oil and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? That's the main. Sulfate is going to be the main thing. Um, and then alcohol. Uh, so not all alcohols are terrible, but a lot of a lot it. Like, have you ever seen, like, alcohol products or heard of it? Yeah. You like, so that's... It's not terrible and sometimes it's you need alcohol to make like oils mixed with you know certain waters and creams but you know that's going to be the one you want to watch out for mainly it's just seeing the ingredients and then understanding how the product so if you put something in your on your hair on your face and you're like oh this doesn't you know it doesn't really do it look at those ingredients so you see about six seven ingredients okay boom then you try something else else. and you see okay did it work better did it have the same effect now what's the difference Mm and that's how you're going to find it because even though we might have similar hair textures certain you know small ingredients as far as you know on the label might you might be able to get away with using you know what, mm-hmm. what i'm saying versus me not so much you know what i'm saying and so okay not i don't know if this is supposed to go before or after but
0: the hair types so knowing your hair type does that determine which product i get like, as far as shampoo, I'm just mm-hmm. talking in a broad sense. Like, as far as shampoo or beard stuff or mm-hmm. anything dealing with hair, does hair types determine what I buy? Or does it matter?
1: It, it definitely matters. Uh, so, I'll say that I'll say this loosely. You know, your hair type, be it, you know, type one, type two, type three, type four, mm-hmm. that's more so going to determine the actual products you can use versus you know uh things that people sleep on is low porosity and high porosity they determine your method you know what i'm saying so what you use whether you put conditioning in first or whether you put oil or whether you use oil at all how much you can wash so that's the main difference you know how curly or kinky your hair is that might determine your products a bit more but determining whether you got low porosity or high porosity that's going to determine you know what you do with these products that makes sense yeah that makes sense and so how important how
0: important do you think it is to okay well let's go into the business side of your hair hair sure. okay how, how important do you think it is to um, develop a, a brand and
1: contain and the cab a consistent brand how important is that it's, it's everything man it, it's literally everything like I mean I, we have so many real world examples like Nike like <laughs> mm-hmm. nike isn't uh nike knows nike. who that target market right. is and they've been so strong so consistent for a plethora of years to the point where now uh, and i think i've seen a post like this on instagram you know you can put up a uh you know a dry fit shirt from who know like tj maxx or something just pure plain white uh white dry fit and you can put up the same one same material everything if you look in the tag and they put nike across it they can charge 65 dollars for this one versus this one was selling for 1374 or right. 94 or something like that. So that's how important branding is as far as a business. And then how do you keep
0: the brand? That's that's that I think a lot of people struggle with, you know, having something. There's there's one thing to have like a brand, but there's one mm-hmm. thing to keep the brand. So how do, how do you think w- you as the the creator of Rich Royals yeah. has done? On, you know
1: keeping that brand and staying consistent with it how do you how do you keep the brand I keep the brand yeah. um so like okay okay I think I know, understand what you mean so mainly it's just gonna be consistency and showing up man mm-hmm. uh, consistency and showing up making sure you're posting making sure you're talking to the audience and the, the big a big thing is like let's say you know how we talked about target audience right mm-hmm. a lot of people they'll blow up with the one target audience and then you know they start seeing money and they're like you know. The first thing that innate thing to do as a business owner is hey i want to make more money i'm selling to these people what's the first thing you do try to sell more products to more people more people, people. More people yeah versus really doubling down if doubling down and focusing on that audience even more so yeah, fine. so that's um that's one of the real mistakes that uh it's, just, it's a temptation of a for a business owner because expanding is going to get you quick money but it's not the best long term so just just making sure I'm in it for every single day, you know, months, weeks, years later, uh, that I'm really waking up thinking about the, the the target audience that I set out to when I first started. Okay, so you that
0: you think that's like the biggest thing, biggest mistake that you know business owners do is like um, they kind of scale either scale too quick or just kind of get out their lane like if i'm selling to okay i'm selling to a certain product to black people and now mm-hmm. let's sell a, a certain product to white people and th- like like stuff like that like getting out their lane, to, so to speak
1: yeah uh yeah uh in so many words to be honest uh not that you can't not i'm not saying you yeah. can't i'm
0: just saying like they not having like the wherewithal like like going too fast type thing
1: 100 100 uh, man um so not necessarily going too fast but not having that compass okay. set because oh, okay, yeah, you can sense. go fast if you're in the right direction right. it's going to be one hundred percent fine, but generally, when you're starting an entrepreneur, you know, going fast, you don't necessarily have the the abilities to go that fast and be this on target or in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the biggest thing. And I actually got that from a book called uh, two books: the Twenty Two Laws of Branding and the Twenty Two Laws of Marketing. That's that's like my uh, that would be the equivalent of my Bible in like a religion. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. as far as branding marketing, those two books are live and die by.
0: Okay. And then what's some like branding tips that you can give some people out there
1: okay um branding tips uh <laughs> i hate to sound repetitive man yeah. you these your target audience you need to know them inside and out like when i walk up and down the street like especially in charlotte like i can point somebody out there, and i'm like he watched my youtube videos oh for real i swear to god like I, and i can go at least 80 percent from the field right and i'll be and we'll get in the area and i'll be like yo i promise you that dude watch my youtube videos Boom, and they will get in the spot and he'll be looking at me and stuff. You know, guys aren't like yeah. fangirling, so they're yeah. like, it's almost like they want a problem. So they looking like, who's this over here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at them, they looking at me, they like, why are they looking at you like that? And then, you know, 10 minutes later, hey, bro, you you on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, that's me. Yo, should I watch your videos? Take off the hat, oh, show me the twist and shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But nah, man, that's that's how in tune you gotta be with your target audience. and. uh don't think because you're focusing on somebody, you're disqualifying everybody else. Because right. a lot of times mm-hmm. you uh, a bullet is more powerful than a basketball uh-huh. because it's more pinpointed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You a bullet goes through your skin and it'll bleed out versus a basketball. It's so broad that the force won't. It's not enough to penetrate anything. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So really focusing you know, on that target, I and to understanding who you're talking to, man. Wait, wait. Question: Have Have you ever been someplace and somebody staring at you? Really thought they had a
0: problem or something like that?
1: No. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I I was. Um, uh, <laughs> me and my boy. Uh, me and my boy Jerris and T. Man, we went down to Atlanta and we went to a a business. You know, <laughs> we went yeah. to, we to to, went to a certain business uh with a certain uh clientele and a certain type of. You know what I'm saying? So we in the line for it or whatnot, right? All right and same situation the guy was in front of me and whatnot and we in atlanta so we, you know we like okay we're good but we gotta make sure everybody else is good so he, he turned dude turns around looking and whatnot he's a little bit taller than me so i'm like okay boom okay okay he's just looking around <laughs> he, do, he do he does it again and i'm like okay boom okay he does it again okay we're chilling chilling and he does it for the third time I'm like okay let me tuck my chain in let me, oh, take, let, not me let me get let me because i don't right let me kiss it might I get active exactly yeah. i don't know if they i don't know what's about to happen and yeah. he's like Hey bro, same situation. You do YouTube? Oh shit, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> Now i can Yeah, yeah, yeah I did, like, oh did. yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was this. You know
0: what man, <laughs> you thought was bro,
1: I thought it was that. Well, I thought I gotta be on guard, man. I'd be like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Well, at least you are. At least you on point with the joint. Well, <laughs> uh, at least you. At least you on like your head on the swiveling side. That's that's pretty cool too, though, because that's that. I would think like people's. Was if staring at you and shit like that, you'd probably get weirded out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But then, but then when you when you think of when you think about it, bro, you done you done came a long way with your whole brand, your whole man. Because when you came out with the Rich Royals, I was really uh, proud of that. Because you know, we have we have a lot of products out, but it's not like it's it's not like seeing like your boy doing it. Yeah, you feel what I'm so saying? Like somebody that. you know doing it. Yeah. So true. it's like it hits hits differently. So what can we see from King bro in the next like you know year or so Ooh, we In see? the next year or so jeez,
1: yeah. I gotta make it past the no? yeah. wall <laughs> uh so uh really the past six months um I haven't been you know producing content as much as I should you know as much as I know I should like I told you the consistency but um because I've been really focusing on like the logistics The it's very hard to be as high as you can be as a creator and as a businessman so I've been tightening business systems and really trying to run the business and make it better um and now I have my systems in place where I have a little bit more luxury creatively so uh you can expect you know the Instagram posts to start coming back the TikToks start coming back YouTube videos start dropping um I'm actually starting another channel as well uh it has nothing to do with hair Mm -hmm. but a little bit more to do with business like I read a lot of different books listen to a lot of ebooks and that's like a like a cultural thing like even people who aren't entrepreneurs they just want to learn get better so uh, I'm gonna actually start doing book summaries with the certain animations to basically explain it. So if you don't have two hours, uh, six hours to read this thick book, you know, I'll break it down for you in five, seven, ten minutes type thing. You know what I mean? That's what's uh, up hey King Brill on the push fat podcast <laughs>
0: brother I'm, I'm thank thank you for coming up here my guy no nah, I appreciate you for having me man, man so go ahead shout out your whole
1: social media oh so uh that's at King Brill on all platforms uh the, the underscore could be in front of the King Brill or after the King Brill. so depending on whether we're on Twitter or Instagram or whatever but uh YouTube King Brill, um take King Brill. <laughs> so uh make sure you guys follow rich royals naturally natural haircare on Instagram uh look for the watermelon shampoo dropping a lot of our products are sold out right now. I apologize. That's but a good thing. Yeah, it's a great bad thing to right. happen. Great bad thing to happen. But um, cause I'm really trying to make sure I get these people what they want. You know, after you sell out for the fourth time, it's not cool anymore. Right. <laughs> like, I it's gotta. It's like yeah, they need people, that product. Yeah, yeah. They need it now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you can look for more products. Uh, more consistently work on uh, staying in stock a lot longer. Um, yeah, man, I'm just going to keep pushing, pu- keep pushing towards the sky and pleasing that target audience, man. Okay. And then, okay,
0: one, one last question she about good. distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does, how does distribution work in, in terms of, you know, keeping that product on the shelves? Does, is it hard, is it hard to like deal with like the manufacturers and stuff like they keep their product on the shelf?
1: COVID made it. COVID made it different. It made God, it so much man. worse. Like right God, now, man. there's a national plastic shortage. Oh my god so you can have your product in stock right you Man. know you, and we talked about how important branding consistency was right right you probably never noticed it but a lot of your favorite waters like water bottles they may have changed very small things about their water oh mm. uh, water bottle but you just didn't notice it so like for me you know the certain cans the certain jars certain bottles they could be sold out for six months and then it's like okay do you completely change the branding change the color And you know my most of my product line is black or clear so dang they don't have those bottles in this size. do i have do i go to amber do i go with a blue bottle now i have to order labels and now i have to you know what i'm saying or you know castor oil might be low this month so it's just really uh keeping keeping everything in stock ahead of times um, and the hardest thing about content is you can't really judge if something goes viral so if you it goes viral and then you sell out you just gotta kind of count that as a blessing and take it and roll with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's staying ahead of the game and staying organized and thinking ahead. That's gonna be the biggest thing. That's gonna be the biggest thing in distribution. Because if you're last minute with everything, it's
0: gonna be hell for you. It's I didn't know hell. that, bro. There's some. There's so many things that's like been in a shortage. I didn't know t-shirts were in a shortage. T-shirts are in a shortage. Yeah, t-shirts are in a shortage. Jesus man, man I didn't even. I didn't know. There's just so many weird things that you would not think that's like <laughs> in a shortage. That's actually in a shortage right now because of COVID. But anyways, Jeez. you know. But I always like to end end it off end off the podcast with something positive. So I want but you to give some advice to your future self.
1: To my future self, yeah. um, I give the same advice that I would give to my younger self, and the same advice I'm trying to tell myself right now. Man, just keep become a voracious learner. Like, learn. Like, don't don't learn like you have the rest of your life to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know when the rest of your life ends. So. You know you want to be as wise as you can for today and over time if god will it you know you'll be so much better a month from now you know two months from now three years from now ten years from now so every day make sure you try to learn as much as you possibly can uh so yeah that's it that's yeah. so
0: uh, this is the push fed podcast if you're watching this subscribe to the. U- uh, if you're watching just subscribe to all the audio channels and if you're watching if you're listening to this subscribe to the youtube channel i yes, told so. y'all i i i get it. that sound better d that sound better <laughs> okay this is a Fat podcast we out